0: acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths now may the lord have a blessing to the reading and the hearers of his word we may be seated we welcome those who are with us on line this morning we want you to know that you are our honored guests and those who are here it is good to see you in the house of the lord I would ask that you be finding this morning Romans chapter number one, Romans chapter one. Wait there in Romans chapter one, Romans chapter one. Y'all doing all right this morning? It's good to be alive. It's good to be living. It's good to be able to see and it's good to be able to be seen on this morning god is a good god he remains the same uh, the bible says that jesus is the same yesterday today and forevermore regardless of what we go through in life we need never forget that god has said that i will never leave you nor will i forsake you this morning in Romans chapter 1, beginning at verse number 26, the Bible says, For this cause God gave them up to vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into what is against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one towards another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was met. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Being filled with all unrighteousness. Fornication. Now, I want you to know that uh, God gave them up. And once God gave these individuals up, When God leaves you, there is no telling what you will get yourself into. When God leaves you, you don't know what you are going to do. You don't know what you are going to become. You don't know where you are going to go. When God leaves us, the stuff you will think of. It is unimaginable, it is unseemly what these individuals and what people are getting into on today. I want you to know this morning, as we continue our study on the church and homosexuality, I want you to know homosexuality is defined as an attraction. For your own sex, an attraction for same sex. If you are a woman, that means that you burn in lust for a woman. That means that if you are a man, that you burn in lust to be with that man. It goes against nature, it goes against what is natural. Anytime you see somebody who is with the same sex doing things that is unseemly, it is unnatural to God. I want you to know today that all have sin. Hello, somebody. I just want to remind us from last week all have sin. And the Bible says that all have sin and what? Come short of the glory of God. Of God, none of us will be able to come up to the glory of God on your best day. On my best day, we will never be able to come up to the glory of God. This subject is a very timely subject, it is timely because the things that we speak of today. Not only it was happening back yonder, but it's happening now today. There is nothing uh, that is new under the sun. Whatever you see, God uh, has already seen it in his lifetime. It's very timely. But not only it's a timely subject, it's a subject that must be dealt with very tenderly. You have to deal with it tenderly. Not only it's timely And you need to deal with it tenderly, but you need to be tactful when you deal with a subject like this. You don't want to just rip everything apart. You want to bring people into the subject, allowing them to understand and to be able to be engaged with the word of the living God. Now, one of the challenges by being a gospel preacher is this, is a gospel preacher is charged to preach the word of God. He is charged by God and the Lord Jesus Christ to preach nothing But the word of God. Now people don't always like the preaching of the gospel. Sometimes people turn their heads to the preaching of the gospel. But the gospel preacher is charged by God to make sure whatever he preaches it must be the word of God. And he is charged by God to preach in season and out of season whether they like it or not. You got to understand now the gospel preacher must preach the gospel. And if he does not preach the gospel, then God is going to charge him with eternal damnation. It's a serious thing. When you speak on the behalf of God, you better speak accurately and you better speak that which is according uh, to the God's scriptures. Well, on today, all have sinned and all have come short of the glory of God. Any sin that is unrepented will result in being lost eternally. Did y'all hear that? Any sin, not just homosexuality, any sin unrepented of, one will spend eternally lost. Now what I used to believe is that you would spend separation in that of separation from God. But you know, I, I look at the scriptures a little stronger. I want you to know that even if you go to hell, God is there. I used to say that if you die and go to hell, that you will be eternally separated from God. But then I said to myself, whatever God creates, God must sustain. There is nothing that God creates that can be in existence. God is the creator of hell fire. The Bible says that hell was created for uh, the devil and his angels. I need us to know today that even in hell, hell's fire can't even burn up God. I'm reminded the Bible says God Is a consuming fire. God is a fire that is burning. And God, it literally means that God, if he chooses, can destroy anything, anybody, at any time that he wishes to. When Moses was on the backside of Sinai, there was a bush that was on fire. It caught the eyes of Moses as he led the sheep of his father-in-law Jethro. It caught his eyes. What was strange to Moses, not that the bush was just burning, but it was burning and not being consumed. I need you to know God is a consuming fire. Hell fire cannot consume God because God himself is described as fire. So whatever God creates, God must sustain. Nothing can exist without the very existence of God. Y'all, homosexuality is a sin. I say this is a sin. Again, how does the church deal with homosexuality? The question is not how should the world deal with it. How is the church to deal with homosexuality? My answer is the same as last week, the same way we should deal with all sin. There is no big sin. There is no small sin. All sin unrepented of uh, will cause a person uh, to be eternally lost. Uh, I want you to know we deal uh, with homosexuality and all of the rest of the sins uh, like God deals with it. Somebody say how he deals with it. In love. God is the model. God is the example that you and I should follow. The Bible says if you die in your sins where I am, you cannot come. The Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. The Bible says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible says God is love. Anytime somebody say I love you. They are speaking of God. Anytime they speak of the right kind of love, they are speaking of who God is. The very essence of God is love. God dealt with sin uh, with love. He sent his son Jesus to die and to take our place on the cross. He did it with love. God just didn't do it with love, but God showed us both grace and mercy. Church, I need you to know today how Should the church deal with homosexuality, we should not deal with it a part of that which God deals with it. Just like God deals with homosexuality, we the church must deal with it as well. Let's go to point number one on this morning. Now, uh, you deal with homosexuality uh, with love. With grace. With understanding. Any other way. You can damage a person. Our goal is always to what? Deliver the person. Now the church. As you know. Is our subject this morning. Is the church. And homosexuality. The church.
1: And homosexuality.
0: It is not the world and homosexuality. It is not the schoolhouse and homosexuality. It is the church. If any group of people should know how to deal with sin, it ought to be God's people who themselves have been rescued from sin as well. It's a funny thing about us in the church. We're quick to forget where some of us come from. We're quick to forget what some of us are still dealing with in our lives today. We always look down on somebody. We're always looking and trying to belittle somebody and make ourselves, in some cases, look more than somebody else. I just quoted you the scripture in Romans, all have sin and come short of the glory of God. Now, you got to deal with homosexuality with the gospel and with grace the gospel and grace now the gospel is the power of God to save Romans chapter 1 verse number 16 it is the power of God to what save the gospel is truth you shall know truth and truth shall do what set you free the gospel It's truth and the gospel is God's message to save. But you just can't give them the gospel that is not coupled with grace. You must give the gospel and it must be coupled with grace. Grace is something that you and I can never work for. God gives it to us. It is what is called an unmerited favor of God. It comes directly from God. You cannot just give people truth. And don't give them mercy because truth demands justice, but grace demands forgiveness. When, G- when Jesus came down here, uh, remember the example last week with the woman who was caught in adultery? Come on and talk back to me. Help, help a preacher this morning. Gospel and grace, you have to couple it with grace. You just can't have grace, y'all, because if you just have grace, you would tell a lie. You have to have the gospel, which is the power of God to save. Uh, and with grace is that which understands uh, and that which gives mercy. All of us, all of us need mercy and grace. Uh, but the gospel saves. Uh, they brought him. They brought her rather to to Jesus. And they said to him, I'm paraphrasing. Moses said and the law that if anybody is caught in adultery, they shall be stoned to what? To death. Now, they told Jesus, in other words, we we caught her in the very act. Now, here's the deal. Jesus... Jesus, the Bible says, bends down and right on the ground. The Bible don't tell us what Jesus wrote. But I believe Jesus wrote, and you don't take this because it's not absolute and it's sure enough not authority. But what Jesus wrote to Brother Viltz is this. When they brought the woman and threw her before the Lord, I believe Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground, where is the man? they threw the woman before Jesus but she cannot commit adultery by herself I believe he said where is the man the Bible says they caught her in the very act how in the world did the men catch her In the very act. They must have. Have been holding the light. (laughs) Gospel. And grace. John. Chapter 1. Verse 1. In the beginning. Was the word. And the word was. With God. And the word was. God verse 15 and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us as the only begotten of the father full 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 of grace and truth verse 17 the law came by Moses but grace and truth came through Jesus the Christ when they brought the woman to Jesus, they forgot that Jesus, that Jesus did not only represent the law, but he represented grace and truth. When they brought her to Jesus, they threw her down before grace. And Jesus says, Jesus says, Jesus says, you without stand. I'm doing something. Uh, cast the first stone. Cast the first stone. I can see them. Lined up behind a woman. Ready to aim and to throw. They had, I've got a pocket full of stones. Y'all ain't gonna help a preacher. <laughs> Oh, I thought somebody would go shout on that one. Oh, y'all don't. Yeah, they had to empty. Sister Bristol, you acting like you know that song. Uh huh. Yeah, they had to empty their stone pockets. <laughs> That's UGK. If you don't, if you don't know who that is, they're not gonna work with me, brother Dexter. Give me point number two here. Let's move on. Let's move on here. Sin. And the soul. Ezekiel 18 and verse 20, the Bible says, "The soul that sinned, it, it shall die." It literally means the person that sinned. it. He shall die." Luke chapter number 16. "The soul never dies. The body is laid to rest. Your body will go back to the dirt. They're going to take dirt and throw it in the dirt. Your body is going to go to the dust. And return back to the dust. But your soul is going to live what? Forever. Here's the thing church. When talking about the church and homosexuality. We must always remind ourselves. That our job or Jesus' job. Is to remove the sin. But it's always our job. To rescue the soul. Don't ever forget the aim and the goal is always the soul. If we aim at the soul, we'll take care of the sin. I know that's right. Uh, y'all remember the uh, the exorcist? Y'all remember that the first one when 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 the bed would levitate? Hmm. Would let, it would just rise up. Y'all remember that? Come on, help me now. I think they made that back in the 70s. so Y'all should know what I'm talking about. Huh? 78, 79, somewhere around that, I believe. And, and her head would spin. And she would spit green slime. Y'all remember that, huh? But what did the, those priests try to do? When her mother contacted the priests, their job What's the what? To come and to rescue the girl by getting rid of the demon. Y'all not going to work with me. Our job is to rescue the soul and remove the sin. Don't lose the girl by trying to remove the demons. Oh, sometimes I think we focus on the sin and we forget about the soul why is it that we're trying to look good by saying look at what we have done none of us can remove sin sin is removed only when God removes sin whenever you do what God say for you to do when you obey the gospel God changes your state it is God is the only one who can move sin out of your life we can't do anything I can't do anything but God can do everything sin And the soul, number three. Watch this here, number three. Number three. This is a clear attack on God's and and God and the creation order. This is an attack. Homosexuality attacks God's creation order. Uh, Genesis chapter one, right quickly. Genesis chapter one, verse twenty-seven. It it attacks. The creation order. It, it God. God. The Bible says so. God created man in His own what. Why is it that we are looking for another image? When you were created, you don't have to try to go buy an image. You don't have to go to Macy's and try to buy an image. You don't have to go to foot lockers and try to buy an image. You don't have to try to look like the celebrities on TV and buy an image. You are already made into what? The best image there is to have, and that is God, he says. Man in his own image, in the image of God, created him. Male. 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 Male and female created he, them, period. God then created nothing else after them too. Humanly, right? It was man and what? Woman. Man and woman. Here's the thing you and I have to understand when dealing with a person who is attracted to the same sex is that our job, Is to start where they are. Hello somebody. See we got to take them. Back to the beginning. We got to get them to see. And understand. That in the beginning. God. Created. Male and what? Female. If you don't get them to see. And understand. That. You won't get them back. Uh, Let me say something over here. There are some people who who are not homosexuals by way of practice. But there are some people who have a desire to be with the same sex. Y'all ain't got to say amen. It's right anyhow. I'm not looking for an amen right here. There are some people who have the inclinations. (laughs) I wish I had. They don't cross the line, but they have tendency and the proclivity to want to cross, but they never cross the line. It might not be homosexual. Let me just get that out of your mind because some of y'all are thinking right there. It might be doing drugs. You don't practice it, but it's in your mind. It might be, let's do use, become a little bit more simpler. It might be to cuss somebody out at work. Oh, it's in your mind, but you, you, you don't want to cross it over. Uh, 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 you, you might want to fight. You, you, don't, you don't do it, but, but, but it's in your mind. You might want to murder somebody. You have the inclinations. I was writing on Essence not long ago, Thursday or Friday, you know how it's heavy in, on Essence in the afternoon, uh, and, and I was there. And I was coming, and there was a fella, in his car who was in the turning uh, lane there in the middle of Essence. And, uh, and he was, you know, I'm looking through the, the windshield, and I see this man saying some stuff in his, you know, I know he's talking, and he, I know he's cussing, saying something crazy. And, and he has his, he got his hand up, you know, and, he, and he's doing this. And I mean repeatedly, over and over, and he's just doing this, and he's talking and doing this. And I'm like to myself, what's wrong with him? And I thought he was talking to somebody else. <laughs> he was talking to me. <laughs> and, and, and you know how you roll up on the side. You know, I'm talking, he's in the turning lane, and I'm over here in that lane, you know, trying to go with the traffic. And, and, and he, when he got close to my window, window to window and eyeball to eyeball. And he's like, blinking, 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 blinking. blinking. And, I'm, and I, God is, is my witness. I just look at this man. I'm like, what's wrong with him? Huh? No, he didn't want none of this smoke. I'm telling you, he didn't want no smoke, man. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't want no. Hey. Hey, y'all, y'all, y'all see, y'all shouldn't have gone there. Y'all shouldn't have did that. Y'all going to make the veal plat come out of me. Yep. But anyhow, let's, let's move on, Vils. move. Watch this here. And he came on the side of man, he's brother young and he's doing this and he's making sure I can see him and I kept rolling past sin church don't stop for sin don't, don't stop for sin even when it's doing this don't stop even when it's doing this and cussing you out don't stop even when it's waving at you hello come see don't stop you keep a moving Amen, somebody. It would have been a crying shame. If I would have got out of that car, out of that truck, and it wouldn't have been a pretty sign. Amen, somebody. Somebody was going to get beat down. Amen, somebody. Now, it might have been me. Amen. It might have been me. I'm going to tell the truth about it. But it would have been a crying shame that I was beaten down on Essen Lane because I stopped for sin. Mm. God created. <laughs> man in his own image. In the image of God. Created he him. Male and female. Created he them. And when the devil came. And the devil. Is attacking God. But he's doing it through man men and women, and he's telling the woman that it's okay. He's telling the man it's okay. The same stuff he pulled in the garden, he's still pulling it today. And he's been lying. He's the father of lies. And I want you to know he's lying to the women. He's telling these women it's all right to burn after another woman. He's telling these men it's all right to burn after a man. Mm. Oh, let's go on. Let's move on. Give me number four. I'm almost done. Biological and psychological. You see, it is not biological. Mm-mm. Because God does not make anything but male and female. The Genesis account already established that. The Genesis account already established that God made male And female. And created he them. So any other that comes along, God didn't have anything to do with it. Now hold on. Now there are some who are saying that God made me this way. Church, when people say God made me this way, that is your golden opportunity to teach them what God made. Hello, somebody. And, and and you must understand a lot of times, and I'm not saying anything about anybody, but a lot of times a, a number of people don't really know the scriptures. Hey, hello, somebody. They don't really know the scriptures. So it is your golden opportunity to take them to the Genesis account and other places in the Bible and show them what Thus said the Lord when Philip was with the eunuch, the Bible says he started at the same scripture and taught unto him what? Jesus. I know some of you might have friends. Y'all don't want to say amen this morning? You might have friends that are gay. And, and, and they are good they are good. They're, they good folk are good folk. Good people say they love the Lord and some of them do love the Lord and some of them are committed to the Lord and some of them are committed to the church and some of them are very active in their community and some of them are are a strong voice in the city. I'm telling you these are good people. I wonder I wonder What you do if your son come home with a man by his side? What you do if your daughter comes back with a woman by her side? Hmm, I know what you're saying. Roberta Viltz, you know the Bible says if they don't repent, you got to withdraw from them. Let me tell y'all something. If that's your child, you ain't gonna be trying to withdraw from them. (sighs) Y'all don't want to help no preacher this morning. They don't want to help nobody, brother. Young this morning. If that's your son who calls you on the phone and say, "Mama, I've got my friend that I want, or my partner, and I want him to come with me to the house. Is it all right?" You, you ain't. I'm telling you, you can say what you want to say. It's not gonna be easy. Hmm. See, and I'm not saying you go against the scriptures. That's not what I'm saying this morning. But you're gonna show full of grace. <laughs> you're gonna show full. I'm glad Jesus showed us full of grace. I don't know about y'all. I don't know about you, but I'm going to heaven. And you know how I'm going? Because he gave me full of grace. Full of grace. Somewhere along the line, his grace going to get me through them gates. Somewhere along the line, the gates going to cause me to walk on the streets of gold. Somewhere along the line, his grace is going to cause me to eat from the tree that bears twelve manners of fruit, good for the healing of the nation. I want y'all to know today, I don't know about you, but I'm getting in on grace. I can't get in because I live up to his glory. I fall short of that. But his grace that's why they sing the song Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound. Church, I-, I want you to know, it is not biological, God didn't make anybody other than male and female. Now, bro Vills, now brothers, but this, but 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 I've seen, I've I've, I've done some research, and and sometimes there are individuals who are born with, with two uh with two parts. Let me tell y'all something. God makes male and female. The stuff that they're trying and scientists are doing in these labs and how people are becoming pregnant today will just flip your mind. Anytime you tamper with stuff that God has created, you'll always mess it up. Hello somebody, you mess it up. God creates male and female and that's it. Let me say this. Uh, i rather. I'd rather. And I got two of them. And pray God they stay on the right path. And every time they see. And every time they see a little girl. And every time I see them smile. I'm thankful for that. Every time I see Reese... You know, he smiles, and he, he, he goes to laughing, and, and Aaron, he goes, they go to laughing. I'm, I'm thankful for that. I remember riding with the preacher in the old Dodge van, and we would ride down the street, and sometimes they had the girls with the high shorts and the tight shorts, and, and, and what we would do is when he would pass them up, we would go to looking out of the window at him. And what he would do, he would look through the rearview mirror, and he said, boys, he said, that's going to get in your eyes. And it sure enough got in our eyes, too, and, 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 and we, we, we steadily looking. Let me tell you something. I'd rather my boys come home and tell me, Daddy, I've impregnated a girl, and I'm sorry, rather than them come to me and say that I am marrying a man, and we are going to adopt a child. Y'all ain't going to help a preacher up in here. Y'all ain't going to help? No, y'all ain't got to say amen. I'd rather my boys... Come to me and say, Daddy, I've done wrong. She's pregnant. Then to come to me and say, I'm marrying the same sex. Mm, I'll show you why I say that. Get for me, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Get for me, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 9. 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Did you hear that? Now you heard, but do you understand? Everybody who is unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. That is not just the homosexual, that is everybody who has been involved in sin and who do not repent of their sin. You will not inherit the kingdom of the living God. Let's be clear this morning hell is not just for the homosexual. Hell is for every unrighteous person who fails to repent. Watch this here. Be not deceived. Neither fornicators. Hello, somebody. Y'all ain't going to whoop, whoop up in here with that one. Fornicators, uh, he says right over idolaters, idolaters. Making, making something more valuable and more important than God. Adulterers, any of any you up in here? Oh, you're not going to raise your hand with that one. Effeminate, huh? Over here? That's That's, uh, mm. that's a person who is what you would call soft. Uh, another word is feminine. hmm and, 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 and no abusers of themselves with mankind. That's the homosexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the homo, Come on, let's read. Give me verse ten. Watch this here. Uh, no thieves, no covetous, no drunkards, uh, uh, revelers, and extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Verse eleven. Watch this here. Uh, he says, and and such and such were some of you. There were folk at the church in Corinth who used to be homosexuals. Ooh, yeah. Paul says, such were some of you. Now, now he talks in the context about, 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 about how they were, 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 were trying to bring each other to court. And how they wouldn't live in right. Huh? How they wouldn't do it right. How they wouldn't treat each other right. And Paul says, now wait a minute. We can't go back to live like we used to live. He says, such were some of you. He says, but ye are what? Wash and but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. And such were some of you. Hmm. Uh, The question on the floor, is an homosexual welcome at the 51 Hollywood Street Church of Christ? And I'm gonna give you the answer before you can think on it. And the answer is yes. And I say, why not? When we got every other. You got all the other ones up in here. They didn't come this morning. They didn't come this morning. They stayed home. You got everything else up in here? Uh, close this thing up. Uh The Bible is filled with a list of people who were sinners. From Genesis to Revelation, it is filled with a bunch of people who were sinners. Now, it is not your job and it's not my job to try to play God. For a long time, the church of Christ members have played God they have ran people away they have stopped people from coming to the house of God the very place they can get help the very place they can become what God wanted to be the church of Christ have played God for a long time y'all ain't got to say amen I seen it with my own eyes not long ago I showed brother Brown I texted over to brother Brown not long ago I was going to make mention of it here but I decided to not to and I ran it by brother Brown and we both decided that it was not good for us to do but there was a church in Tennessee so long ago decided if she did not repent to withdraw from one of the sisters in the church who was not coming to worship during coronavirus. They were going to withdraw. Did y'all see that? It went viral. I don't know if you've seen it. But they were going to withdraw simply because She was not coming to worship. Now, I'm not here to say the elders was right, and I'm not here to say the elders was wrong. Not only did they do that, but they claimed that she was living with somebody who was not her husband. Now, the elders told her, now, you got X amount of days to get this business straight. I don't know what the starting point was. I don't know what the ending point. I don't know all of the details, but they told her, if you don't, we will withdraw from you. Church, let me tell you something. I'm not fighting scripture again. You must must obey scripture. But we got to understand that we got to practice some grace and some mercy. Oh, We got to practice some grace and some mercy. I know if if the elders believe she was sinning because she didn't come during coronavirus, fine. That's what they believe. If they believe she's sinning by living with a man who is not her husband, fine. That's what they believe. But I tell you one thing. The same measuring stick you measure somebody else with. You better measure your own self with. You better measure your own children with. You better measure your grandchildren with. It's easy to measure somebody else's. But when it comes to your own. You see you cannot try to measure somebody by the measuring stick of God. And not measure your own self. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I've seen the church of Christ try to play God for a long time, and it has hurt the church. You can't watch TV. You can't wear this at church. You can't go here. You can't do that. You better not do that. If we see you over here, they will exile. I'm telling you, I have seen. And some of y'all sitting in here, y'all know y'all done seen. And y'all done heard the same thing as well for too long. They tried to play God. I stopped by today to tell you, we better be careful. None of us can remove sin. Our job, our job is to introduce the sinner to the Savior. And let the Savior turn the sinner into a saint. That's not our job. My job and your job is to deliver the gospel message. Deliver Jesus. And let Jesus touch their lives. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just like he touched our lives. <laughs> y'all, done, y'all, y'all done. Oh I tell you. Give me the last one. I'm, I'm done. I'm done right over here. Practice and struggle. Practice and struggle. Pract- there's a difference between practice and struggle. I say there's a difference between a practice and a struggle. I don't have the time to go to Romans chapter seven, but in Romans chapter seven, Paul says that 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 would I that should I not do that that I do, the things I should do, those are the things I do not do. Now some scholars say that Paul was talking about. Before he was a Christian. I beg to differ. Why in the world he's going to write to the church at Rome. And tell him stuff that happened before he was a Christian. That don't even make sense to me. Now if you read it in the gospels. There would have been one thing. But anytime they write to the church. That is for the church. They will call letters or epistles. Written to those churches. Now I want you to understand over here. There's a difference between a practice and a struggle. There are some people. Who practice sin. Hello, somebody. Just say amen when you can. They practice sin. Now, what I mean by practicing sin, that, that sin has consumed their lives, that it controls them. Y'all, y'all got that? It, it has become a part of who they are. Uh, they, they are. They get drunk all the time. That's just what they do, right? They, they commit fornication all the time. That's just what they do. When you practice something, you're no longer in the struggle. You see, when you struggle, you're still wrestling with that thing. When you struggle, you're still fighting with that thing. When you struggle, that's what Paul is saying in Romans 7. It's about a struggle. Paul is saying, I know what I should do, but when I know what I should do, I don't do what I know to do. And so Paul is saying there's a struggle going on. Oh, you struggle. It's a struggle for some of y'all to get out of bed. I heard that. Somebody said, "Yep." It's a struggle for some of y'all to go to work on your job. To work with those no good, I mean them them good folk down there. (laughs) It's a struggle to stay married. It's a struggle to deal with your way with children. This world is a struggle. It's a struggle. To, you, you gotta listen, the child of God must struggle. He or she must struggle. And what I'm saying is, we must never throw in the towel. We must never give up the fight. We are going to struggle until the day we die. Paul is the same writer. He says, All have sinned. When he wrote that, y'all, you were talking about himself as well. All have sin and come short. Of the glory of God. That's why you ought to be merciful. You ought to be merciful to each other. When somebody come up in here. Who don't look like your family. You shouldn't look at them cross-eyed. You ought to say praise God. Somebody come up in here. Don't look like you. You ought to say praise God. They in the right place. I say they in the right place. They ain't acting right. You ought to say praise God. Because what? They are in the place where they can receive direction, instruction, mercy, and grace, and forgiveness, and salvation. And they can become a part of the Lord's church. Yeah. Uh, I want you to know sometimes we can, we can, become, we can become so harsh and so brash. That we almost, we almost, we almost make the church of Christ a denominational faith. When we say, we in the church of Christ don't believe in this. No, 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 no. The church don't believe in this. It ain't just the church of Christ. And what you all got to understand is that's not the only name in the Bible. It is a designated name. It is one descriptive phrase that you can read in Romans 16 and verse 16. Preach, brother Vils. And we caught up on the church of Christ. When the same author calls it the church of God. The kingdom of his dear son. It is called the body of Christ. It is called the church, the ecclesia, the called out of God. That's who we are the church, the assembly of God. We represent who Christ is. We obey the gospel, we teach the doctrine, we practice our faith. That's what makes us the church that belongs to Jesus. Not because you got a sign. Oh, I wish I had a church here this morning. Our job is to teach the lost, to live an example life, and let Jesus save the sinner. And when Jesus saves the sinner, he'll do it the right way. He'll wash their sins away. They'll become a part of the family of God, the church that belongs to Christ. I don't know who you are today. Maybe you feel rejected. Maybe you say, you know, I've been beaten by the church for a long time and I I, I stopped coming to church. They made me feel belittled. They made me feel small. They made me feel like an outcast. They made me feel like nobody and I ain't coming back to that church. If you're listening this morning, let me tell you something. If you feel like the church has hurt you, then we're sorry about hurting you. Because sometimes you can hurt people and you don't know what you have done. You think that you have done good. You think you've done what the Bible says. You can do the right thing and do it the wrong way and be wrong. I'm giving you some nuggets, but you seem like you don't want it this morning. (laughs) You come by hearing the gospel believing the same, repenting of your sins, confessing Jesus is the son of the living God and will baptize you for the remission of your sins. Maybe you're here today and maybe you said, but Vils, you know, I'm, I saw myself in the lesson. I've got sins i got to get rid of. Thank God I was in the place today. I've got to get rid of those sins. I know the Lord Wants me to be better. I know I can be better. I am in a struggle. I am in a fight. But the Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Stop believing in your own will and your own power. And start relying and depending on the power of Jesus. And you'll be able to do it. By faith. You can do it. If that's your desire. Why don't you come to Jesus. As together we stand. And together we sing. The invitation song.